1: hey everybody welcome to another episode of 16-bit sushi this is a part of the ars network before we get into everything we just want to thank everybody for listening and checking us out uh, subscribing to us we do appreciate you and you know we're constantly working to make this the best podcast that you will ever hear or one of your favorite podcasts i Know where I was going with that, and I got my words mixed up, but whatever. It's a lazy Sunday. I am your one of your hosts, the uh filthy casual, and I am joined by The Founding Father, Chris. How you doing, everybody? Hey, see, uh before we get into it, uh, our last podcast episode, something was bothering me, and I want to address it. Uh we were talking about uh persona and how there were fans that won that Persona Five on a Switch. And I got yeah. into my feelings on that one. And I was like, man, fuck y'all. And I kinda and I was saying it jokingly, but at the same time, I was like, man, I just told our fans, fuck y'all, and I feel really bad about that. So I wanna apologize first and foremost. Because we have fans of Persona who really, you know, like the series. Uh some have never played it. They have a Switch. And um some you know, I may have both. I don't know everybody's situation, but there are fans that really do want the game on the switch. And regardless of the situation, it, they're fans of it. They want it on the system. And I I was, I felt as though, though I was definitely being insensitive. So I actually want to apologize on that um, because even though I did take that back in the podcast, I just wanted to say that again because really, as much as we goof off, get silly, uh, you know, I do want our fans to know we do care about them. Uh, We do joke. We do clown. And as much as we clown, I definitely expect it to come back to us at times. Uh, You know, and and also even when we say something and maybe somebody has a thought about what we were talking about, maybe the guy have a different opinion or they just want to add to the conversation. So I really want to, you know, keep that openness up uh, with our fans and community. Also, shout out to everybody that did make uh, our panel. Uh, skin deep side note, and we'll talk more about that, uh, in the, uh, 45 show, because we are actually recording, uh, two episodes today. We're going to do both to make up for the fact that y'all haven't got a 45 episode. And, um, last week we didn't record because, well, obviously we had, we were working on the panel while, you know, other members were and shout out to them for doing an amazing job. Uh I really do appreciate the work we do. Uh, I really do. I I think we have an awesome team and we're making things happen. And if you didn't catch uh, the panel, I have a few people that were really sad. They, They missed it. So I am going to get with everybody and we'll figure out how we can put it somewhere where everybody can watch it. Uh, oh yeah so you know we'll we'll make these things happen also note folks uh because we have gotten uh responses regarding the audio quality, and just want to put it out there that uh the founding father, as well as myself, we live in uh different parts of the d m v so we try to bring you to show the best way that we can, and a lot of times we're trying to figure out what works and if if of course founding father chris if he's sounding like he's on the phone. Well, he is. And that's because of just how things are set up. But it allows us to bring you the best audio quality. We're still working on technology for those of you who are like, listen, we 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 hate that sound. Fix it. Uh, we do ask for your support. I am planning to do a workshop later this month. I have not scheduled a date, but we're going to sit down, figure out a budget, maybe line some things up. Uh, I am looking at for us to relaunch our website and all that good stuff so it's going to be uh awesome along with merch. Uh we've gotten inquiries about uh some merch that we had last summer and we are oh, yeah. Bringing, yeah we're bringing that back. Maybe we can do it for a limited time. Uh maybe this week I'll sit down and maybe we can um just go and set something up just that one shirt and or one two shirts and we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, but do be advised, everything that we're doing, we're trying to work around the pandemic. So with that being said, uh, this episode of 16-bit uh, really is probably going to title it because we haven't thought of a title yet. Uh, mm-hmm. The new console generation. I, I had an epiphany this week, Chris, and um, I don't think we're necessarily ready for the new console generation and I say that not because of so much because of the pandemic it's more of there's a lot of games that are still coming out for PS4, Xbox Series uh, and Xbox One I was about to say Series X (laughs) there's a lot of games still coming out Uh, we have Yakuza which is coming out November we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla we have Assassin's Creed Valhalla that is coming out also in November. Uh Thirteen Sentinels comes out next month. Captain Sue right. is at the end of this month. Uh looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. Me too. I actually decided I'm gonna buy both uh both versions. I'm gonna get it on the PS4 and i to get it on the ps uh, We're gonna have fun. We're yeah. gonna have fun. Yeah, I, I really want both because I was like I know there are gonna be other people who get it on PlayStation. And I for whatever reason this is a game that it would just not make sense for me to have it just only on the switch. Um, so I'm going to work it out, but I, it's something about this game that makes me want to play it on both, on, on both systems because I, I really look at it. It's fun. And it, it's, I haven't played a sports game since man, probably in the nineties. Uh, if you can imagine. Um, and the closest thing uh, you know, to that. If we talk combat sport, I don't, can't really consider Street Fighter a combat sport, but whatever. <laughs> uh, but it is. I mean, hey, I mean, it's, you know, people play it, uh, people play in competitions. But um, I am looking forward to Captain Sabasa And the games that are coming out, to me, seem so amazing. They, they're looking great. I mean, we just got Ghost of Tsushima, which is just phenomenal and it just makes me think that maybe we can hold off on the new consoles i mean cyberpunk is coming out in november as well and absolutely and that alone is like the the icing on the cake that is the biggest send-off you can have uh for the current console generation and i feel as though uh with so many amazing games coming out there's tons that I probably didn't even mention I I really could see us going another year with the PlayStation 4 with the Xbox um Xbox 1 I feel as though we really could get away with that Nintendo's not going anywhere with their Switch you know uh there's a lot of there's a lot of games that are going to be coming out I feel as though if they were to push the newer console generation back. If they were to say, you know what, we're going to wait until next year sometime to drop these systems out late next year. I, Me personally, I can't speak for anybody else. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Not just from a financial standpoint, but there's so many other games that came out that are great that I didn't get a chance to play. And before I start letting the PlayStation 4 collect dust i like to really <laughs> i'd really like to enjoy what games are left and what the developers may have had in store for it but then had to start making preparations for the playstation 5 or the xbox series x now some people are saying no nah, man I, i'm ready okay i i get it hey do you um, I think if they were to, and just to kind of put this out there, and mm-hmm. folks, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, let us know your thoughts. If they were to push it back, all right, think about it. Like when we're waiting for a title, oh, right? Uh, right, right. I won't mention any names, but I know if you already thinking of a few. Think okay. about how better the games are when we have to wait another year, right? What if they were to push the new consoles back? and have more time to work on those consoles get, make sure to get the bugs out. But also for the games that are being developed, that gives developers more time to get the game, right? You know, uh, and not, not to mention people who were probably working on titles, companies that are working on titles that they can't really announce them yet. They could probably turn around and announce them. You would have a, a bigger lineup. Cause if you think about it right now, what do we really have to look forward to with the new console generation? You know? Cyberpunk is the saving grace because you're going to be able to play that on a PlayStation 5 or the Xbox Series X, but other than Spider-Man, what
0: else right. is there?
2: Well, because Spider-Man, uh, Miles Morales is a launch title, this is right. true, um, where all the other titles are going to be coming out of later date. Yeah. So it, it, it does... It, it does support your um your 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 your, your tape in that and, and not just um, looking at the new console generation but we're also looking at this, the, the current one we're in now as so many games um and, I, and i'm certain just of anything I, I don't think i'm alone in saying it i think of anything looking at the ps4's um cycle as well as um the Xbox one and, and, and what the Switch has, has been able to do. Uh, literally there's a plethora of games that are in backlogs of, um, of many people probably listening to this podcast. Oh yeah. Um, there's, there's been quality games abound, and I think that's a testament to the developers across the board, to everyone, um, of what they, you know, the hard work that's, that's placed into, um, these games and just looking at the basis too, of just how, nowadays the industry the industry is structured that um you can have a game with dlc a game such as like for instance apex Legends or um you know fortnite for instance that can go on continuously or even a game that's a little more narratively focused like resident evil 3 remake that um you know the only complaint that game really gets is that, Oh, I just want more content. Otherwise the game is fine. Graphically, you know, across the board, like it, it's perfectly reasonable. Um, and so having another year to wait for a new era, a new form of investment. Cause I mean, that's what a new console is. That is your entertainment investment. Like for the next five years or so, more or less that, um, you know, that's going to be your console. And that also comes with its own pricing, uh, like for the games, because we know the games moving forward, uh, there's going to be a price increase, at least this one that's talked about. So having another year of anticipation, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Just as long as that anticipation doesn't become Duke Nukem forever is, you know, that you delay, delay, delay and never comes. Um, I I feel that taking the time out and I would even say, especially because of the pandemic uh, covid nineteen's effect on the globe uh, goes without saying when world economies are are, are staggering because of it, Uh, you know, for the fact people are, are afraid to go to work for this, you know, this illness. So, you know, and, and because of that, there's no real revenue streams across the board and, and, you know, it's it's common sense. Like if if your customer base can't afford a new console at this point in time, and it looks like the rest of the the globe is affected by this might want to delay this a bit just to, to buy yourself time. And it's not like there's a shortage of titles across the board. I mean, have you ever heard anyone really saying, Hey, I don't really have anything to play for my PS4 anymore
1: pretty much uh, like
2: I'm, I don't have anything to play yeah. for my for the now you might hear that from the Xbox crowd, but that's a whole thing with microsoft that's a that's an acquisition uh you know debate there about titles yeah. but outside of that aspect, I don't hear too many people say that about the switch or the p s four as far as lacking titles there's nothing left to play there's there's plenty to play, and especially when you look at what the indie developers are doing as well. It's not even counting their contributions to the uh, to the grand scheme of things. So um, there's so I, I, I'm in agreement with you because um, I know before we started this conversation and there's some there's a few things that that tie into here news bits. Um, you know, there's some games that because of their structure, we don't know their outcome moving forward. Like we don't know what's going to happen to monster hunter world come the PS five. We don't know whether that's going to just get ported over entirely or a whole new monster hunter is going to come out and and what that's going to look like. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that, that, um that's an interesting one because you know, when we watch Sony's event, one of the things <laughs> that, I was waiting for was them to announce monster Hunter and how it would be ported to the PlayStation five. The first mm-hmm. thing that stream started off with was the announcement from rockstar regarding uh grand theft auto and um, how they are going to be uh, porting to the PlayStation five. I don't Sorry. blame them at all because that very much is a, um, that very much is a cash cow right now uh, oh, mentally, and, and not to mention red dead as well so uh i was very i was very surprised and i i was wa- hoping capcom would capitalize on that moment because monster hunter is their cash cow uh one of their right. cash cows if you look at the farm of capcom's farm uh, <laughs> you know out there grazing in the field is uh monster hunter you have Devil May Cry and Resident Evil and uh well everything else is sitting in the barn somewhere and probably never yeah. gonna see daylight. We won't get into that Capcom, but uh you know well, and, well. And, and it's and somewhere somewhere out in the field is is that that weird yeah. that weird animal <laughs> that uh, the other animals don't really care for it, but they try to be nice to it because you know it's weird and they don't want it to feel alienated uh, is street fighter uh, uh, uh <laughs> well there I'm glad you brought that up um I know recently
2: uh there had been a, a reveal showcase from Capcom about that uh, that weird animal yeah and apparently we are getting five new characters for Street Fighter 5 um so we thought and there was a whole rumor that, you know, maybe Capcom was gonna move forward. And apparently we're we're still they're still sticking to five. Um so we have five new characters. Uh Dan Tabiki makes a return, huge return. A lot of people are excited for Dan to be back. Um, very iconic comedy character for the series. Has been around, you know, from the days of Alpha and and, and just you know, uh, very kooky character. If you are really good at Street Fighter, you can beat people with Dan. I've that watched, is pretty I, much. I, I've,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I've watched Fudzilla mop the floor with people with Dan. There you and go. It, it's just, it's just really great. Um, in fact, uh, when I first played, when I first played Alpha, I was using, I was using Dan, uh, really because I. Knew Mail's here, it's two minutes later than yesterday. And because you know it's six minutes earlier than the day before, you decided it was time to get back to work. Let's job it up. At CareerBuilder, we're ready to help at every stage of your
2: search. Build a resume, get industry tips and advice, and apply to multiple jobs in just one click. Get started now at CareerBuilder.com
1: knew he was a joke character but he was so he was so funny to use because I knew it would rile people's blood so I used to play him just to do it you know, fight people and they'd get mad. They'd be like, Really? You just beat me with that I don't want to play anymore. Uh but that was also mm-hmm. back, that was also back in the day where my my admittedly my fighting game my fighting game level was on point. Um not so much today, I'm not afraid to admit that. Well I it, the fighting games are probably the one uh, genre I won't talk trashing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> admittedly. Uh, I, I just won't. And that is, that's just because, especially because I met you guys. So at this, that point, well, I actually not even so much cause I like playing with you guys. Um, but when you get on your system, at like mm, late at night and every, every player that you fight, seems like they've been training in the dojo non stop <laughs> no, daily life, yeah, you learn quick, I think blaze blue humbled the hell out of me <laughs> uh, geez, i lo- i love I-, I love I love fighting games, but admittedly i have I have not played them as heavily, but Street Fighter was the game that i uh, I started with, so even with me ragging on Capcom, I don't get it twisted. y'all I really do love Street Fighter. Uh, I grew up with Street Fighter, and um, that was from first seeing it in the arcade to finally having a system, and I I could play it and enjoy it. Uh, Days before I owned the Super Nintendo, when my friends would loan me theirs, I'd play Street Fighter. Uh, My cousin, who um, to this day I still want to match with him in Street Fighter, and I, I guarantee you... At some point where we can just both make it happen. Uh that that's when y'all see me training heavy. That I, I guarantee it.
0: Beating him,
1: being beating him is the apex for me. I, <laughs> I can lose to any I can lose to any evo champion, whoever, and I'll be cool. I'm just gonna walk away like, all right, that was fun. Mm-hmm. I beat my I, I beat my cousin. You can't tell me shit. <laughs> wow. You can't tell wow. me a thing. You can't tell me a thing. Cause it's like I did it. I did it. I did it. Childhood ha- me is happy. Um But uh that's that that it that that is my personal story with Street Fighter. I oh, yeah. i have been meaning to actually buy the latest copy of it. Uh I just haven't got around to it and it's not very expensive, but uh, right. just going back to just going back to it right now. It, it's not. Uh, yeah, they have people playing it and not hating on it at all. But what's really right. keeping, what's really keeping Capcom afloat right now is Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, and Devil May Cry. More so, Monster it's true. Monster Hunter. Every update they bring out new DLC. Okay. Right. They have. Servers out the razu with so many people playing you may mm-hmm. play street fighter but the hours that you log on the monster hunter i guarantee you, if you're playing monster hunter you've definitely put more hours into that game um, oh mentally yeah
2: no, and, no debating that no and, debating that yeah,
1: and it it and it's it's something that we need to see on the playstation uh you know 5 uh and we need to see on um you know pc we need to see these things happen although you know pc uh players have nothing to worry about but for those of us who are looking at getting the playstation 5 uh you know there's a concern there now i had learned uh upon getting the playstation 4 i realized that i didn't keep a lot of games on the playstation 3 and i noticed that the games that I did have a sizable amount of them are blaze blue because you know we would constantly get that re-release from Arxis, and it it just um it just got to me I was like man so you mean to tell me I just bought a couple games here and there and then it's just blaze blue like this whole section. And so that bothered me a lot. So I was just like, I'm not getting rid of anything when I get my PlayStation 4. I might trade a few games and I'm just not going to play anymore, but I want to see this library actually grow. And it did. Right. It it really did. I'm looking at the stack right now, and that's not even counting for some of the games that you know, I've downloaded. But um, at this point, it's like, well, I really like Monster Hunter. I want to keep playing that. Uh, right. I really like... Uh, Yakuza so I want to enjoy that I hated the idea of Yakuza 7 being on the newer system and that's how I'm going to have to play it so I'm really glad that we're getting that release I didn't think it was going to go that route I was like listen they're going to release Yakuza 7 on the PS4 before uh, we see anything on the PlayStation 5 and there are also fans who want some of the other Yakuza games they have yet to make it so I really do uh, feel as though if Sony comes out and says uh, we're pushing the PlayStation Five back, if Microsoft says they're pushing the Xbox Series X back, people are going to hate the news. But I guarantee you that's going to go over a lot easier than it be oh, yeah. the title that we're currently waiting for because Cy- oh, yeah. Cyberpunk, Definitely. and people people were like heated with CD Projekt Red, like. How long oh, are yeah. we going to have to keep waiting for this game? Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm glad they're honoring. I'm glad that – well, I'm not going to say honor. I'm glad they're sticking to, um, you know, November. Also, there is, for those of you who are fans, because this podcast is – you're checking it out now, or if you're hearing this on a Monday, uh, you know, August 10th, they are doing another Nightwire event. That's actually going to be on Twitch. All right, so August 10th, check them out. And I'll be watching it because I want to see the latest uh you know news on Cyberpunk. I want to see what they're showing off. Uh oh, yeah. you know, so I'm really looking forward to that. Uh right now, uh according to an article on Tech Radar, uh there was a rumor that leaked oh. that we'd be getting um a November twentieth release date for the PlayStation Five. Again, folks, this is just a rumor. It was a leak. It's not confirmed. Quite honestly, I think because we have not heard anything yet, um, I'm kind of wondering if we're going to get some news this month. But I'm also wondering if they just may push it back due to the economy. But if we were to get a PlayStation 5 uh, November 20th, and Cyberpunk, I believe, being, what, the 17th? Yeah. November. That is going to be a very, very interesting, um, week. All right, because actually, <laughs> oh, yeah. hold on. No, release options. date. Release date. Uh, is the nineteenth for Cyberpunk? Yes, it is nineteenth.
2: It's, it's the nineteenth of November. Yeah, it's the nineteenth of November.
1: So uh, literally a day before. So, hypothetically, imagine. PlayStation mm-hmm. Five releases November twentieth. Cyberpunk okay. comes out the day before.
2: Yeah, for the PS Four and uh, for the previous console generation, yes, yeah. Which, yeah.
1: But imagine what the sales will be like on the PlayStation Five for people who were just thinking, "Oh man, I really want to get Cyberpunk." Just now thinking about it, or decide to get a PlayStation Five. They never heard of Cyberpunk, right? And that's going to help Sony sell cakes like right out the kitchen. It would it would it would be great, you know, for those who are planning to get the system, got the money saved up. They need a game to play What a better game to get. You know, uh, I, I can see that. I can see that happening. In fact, when they announced that you would be able to play Cyberpunk on the PlayStation five and on the C- Xbox Series X, I was like, well, mm. there, there goes needing a launch title. I have one. Mm. Cyberpunk right. Cyberpunk didn't mean to be a launch title. It just became one. It's just, just like...
2: yeah, By default. By default. Yeah,
1: yeah, by yeah. Like, And they probably knew going in, because this is what I think held up the development. They knew going in, they were going to have to contend with a brand new console generation. And oh, yeah. instead of re-releasing the game, why not go ahead and make it compatible for the newer systems and just allow you to scale up, you know, mm-hmm. uh, to the graphics that the, the systems are able to produce? That is something that I'm not going to lie was very smart on that part. I'm glad they did that. And mm-hmm. as much as I hate waiting this long for the game remember I was supposed to be like MIA back in right. the day. We we, we, right. we we talked about that. We
2: talked about that as right. far as right. the recording
1: schedule. We yeah, did. we did. Right. I I literally thought April was going to be March and April were going to be two months that nobody heard from me at all. You guys you guys would be calling my phone just to make sure I'm alive. You know, send me a text message and all you get is a response. Playing Cyberpunk, playing Animal Crossing, playing Final mm-hmm. Fantasy, playing uh, Persona, the games we've been talking about all year. Uh, sure. You know, nah. since since February, we we since we we um kicked off um what our episode of CatsCon, We've been talking about these games nonstop. You know, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima was late to the party, but uh, yeah, it was it was a lot. It was a lot to handle. And you know, then we get the news. Oh, we're not getting the game till September. Okay, no problem. Uh, right before uh you know the pandemic broke out uh plans were to hit disney with some friends um friends slash family and i sat there thinking man we're going to disney and cyberpunk it's coming out september right how is this going to work for me because Mm -hmm. you know i'm I'm gonna be playing that but i need money for disney i'm gonna make it happen (laughs) i'm going to make it happen and then uh (laughs) you know that Oh, uh, of course, everything fell through. And it was like, all right, well, September coming out, I got to figure out how I'm going to pay for Cyberpunk, and then it's like, oh, we're pushing it back. Oh, you're pushing it back to November. Okay, okay. We, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm crying in, inside, but you know, whatever. <laughs> you know, but it was, it was going to be a really interesting time for me to be a gamer and trying to interact oh, yeah. with friends in the outside world because I had plans to become a hermit. That was before that was before Rona said, You're gonna be a hermit. <laughs> so yeah. But um it it's really it's gonna be a really interesting um it's gonna be a really interesting fall season. Um I I don't I don't know, man. Um again, if they were to hold back on the console, I'd be I'd be cool. Uh, I I think we I think we could go with Waiting a bit more. Let's let's get the rest of the games we haven't had a chance to play. You mentioned the backlog, and uh, oh, I yeah, got, I got to tell you, I don't. I'm I'm still sitting on Yakuza three, four, and five, so I'm probably going to start that this coming week.
2: Sounds like a plan to me. I am still doing. Let's see, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice, um, Bloodstained, Ritual of the Night. But I did decide, you know what, Curse of the Moon two came out. And after uh, our, our, our little foray into um, uh, New Game Plus Expo uh-huh. that showcased the trailer, I decided to buy it. Okay. And, um, you know, so now I have Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2 and uh, Bloodstained Virtual of the Night to uh, finish. So, I, you know, and that's in between a little thing called Mobile Suit Gundam versus Maxi Boost Dawn that came out uh, not too long ago and has been making some waves. Apparently, uh, it actually, in its in its home country of Japan, it beat out uh, Animal Crossing in its uh, debut. So with uh, units sold, of course, Animal Crossing is, is literally king, given uh, its release date uh, back in, in March. And all the units sold, not just in Japan, but globally, immense, um, immense titles. But uh, Maxi Boost On is a good arena fighter. I called it an arcade fighter last time. My apologies. But an arena fighter that's uh, quite reminiscent of a little thing called Virtual Lawn in a way. Uh, Traditionally, it's been going on for years in Japan in the the arcade scene, uh, Gundam Extreme Versus. And uh, there's a commercial on Bandai's channel that literally gives you all the feels and nostalgia. I highly recommend you check it out, uh, filthy. It's very much um worth the time. And this game is 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 worth um a look to. It is pretty much an advanced uh version of the game we got uh a while ago, Gundam Versus, if you recall. So a lot of games still left to play. Uh in in this current console generation, and and, and still DLC coming out abound. Uh, Tekken Four announced its probably Tekken Seven announced its fourth season, um, and we still don't know the roster. Yeah. We have all the tech stuff, but we don't. They haven't announced characters yet, and that has people excited for more Tekken Seven, Soul Calibur Six. Uh, they just uh, released Sethica back into the series. Uh, Sethica's debut game. If I recall correctly, was Soul Calibur three, and you know having her back is very well received. Uh, you know, I like her her play style, uh, and and of course we we are getting news of Guilty Gear Strive, and that's coming out for the PS4.
1: Yeah, and that so, makes, that's looking pretty good because they announced the new they announced when they announced the new character. I was like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs>
2: One, he finally has a name. <laughs> he yeah. finally has a name.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is it to, for our
2: folks? Uh, oh, yes, indeed. I just, um, picture,
1: I just saw pictures and got excited because he looks badass.
2: <laughs> I want to make sure because it's a very um, – the name he's been given is a very keen name, and I don't want don't to wanna butcher names. Uh, that name, he is – he is wicked. His name is Let me see. They just announced him. They just announced him.
1: Um, um Nago no no Nago Ryuki. I was about to say I pulled it up just in case you didn't want to try to take the shot of Hadge back. No, no. Not, Nago Ryuki. Yeah, he looks badass. Uh I So one of my one of my friends, um, it's like family, has been Hitting me with Guilty Gear News. And also, um, shout out to Rygen who's also been following up with Guilty Gear News. Uh I do oh, yeah. think everybody that always hits me up with video game articles. I appreciate y'all. Um, Definitely. I really I really have to sit down and and play more Guilty Gear. I think with guilty gear i get so obsessed with trying to do the combos that i just spend time trying to like get the combos right and never really just sitting down to enjoy the game so i i need to start doing that even with samurai showdown i get really interested in just what combos i can pull off never mind the fact just sitting down playing the game and really getting a feel for the character and getting to know the character I should say not so much a feel because you could do that in the practice but really just you know enjoying the character and their story um but Guilty Gear Strive uh, actually really does have my attention more than I'm willing to admit. So <laughs> we, will, we will see. I think right now I'm trying to work through all the games that I have. Oh, uh, same playing, here. Yeah, I'm still playing here. Uh, soccer awards, which uh,
0: that's... You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow.
1: That's the closest thing I get to a Met game of course right now. I mean it is a Met game, but it's also a dating sim and it's very but that's, that's the way it's always been. Yeah. That's the way it's been. But yeah, well this you know, it's is my first experience. But I love that too for uh you know, for those who uh, you know, love anime, I love how mm-hmm. they make each chapter, each uh, you know, part of the game like a uh arc, you know, of anime. So you are, it's like watching an episode and then they, they do the the outro. And of course, they're talking about what happens in the next episode and introducing the character. It's really nice. It's, it's a really fun game. There are some things about it that could be better, but I right. love the game. I feel like this is, if you love anime, I feel as though it's a game you'd be, you know, you should check out. Um, and also, I love Sega, but one thing I've I've learned about playing <laughs> thing from Sega is not to really take the games too seriously because a lot of the games that they, they have pay homage to a older style, I think, of uh, games. Uh, I say this a lot with Yakuza. A lot of people would see how the fighting is in Yakuza. It's like, well, remember um sega was uh in the era that was all about you know side scrolling beat-em-ups so when you get a game like yakuza it's or even shin it's taking those uh style of games and they're applying it to a, a brand new way to play you know where you have more of an open environment you know it's it's 3d it's not you know like a 2d side scroller it's a brand new way to experience these games and fighting mechanics that they had in previous games, because imagine if you could play streets of rage that way, you know, imagine the streets of rage four was uh, open world like Yakuza and you were just walking around um, and fighting that way. Now, honestly, what made streets of rage so good is because it was that side scroll like that. You know, I think that would take away from the game, but that's what Sega went to create with Yakuza that's what they created with shin Mew. so to me it's like when you approach these games try to think of it that way um same thing with uh sakura Wars. sakura Wars, they you know took this game they remade it you know and Mm -hmm. this was that was fan love same thing they did with panzer dragoon so a lot of times they're really just saying hey you know what we knew this game was popular back in the day we want to bring it back a game that i would like to see from sega is Alex the Kid game. I would love them to bring back Alex the Kid and make it the way Nintendo has been making their Mario games. Wow. I would love to see that for Alex the Kid because before I ever played a Mario game, for me, it was Alex the Kid, which Alex the Kid was a very fun game for me because he got vehicles, you know? I love that, and every battle was decided by Jenkin. I will never stop telling you guys about Alex the Kid, so understand i will right. you know i will i will sit I will sit in a rocking chair with the long ass beard and the glasses and the forty ounce next to me and tell you about the days of Alex the Kid back when you only had a, a controller with two buttons.
0: This is this is this and is. You had, fact,
1: to learn, you, you had to learn how to work with those two buttons.
2: Oh my God! No, yeah, you're, you're not joking. And for those who don't believe him, uh, check out uh, if you haven't. You just joined. Check out our uh, Sega episode. Yeah. Um, and and you'll you'll realize that um, his love for Alice the kid is deep and true. I don't, I don't
1: um, think I
0: actually gave
1: a. I don't think I gave it that much love as I did in this episode. To be honest. Um, well, I, I, we I talked about it, but um, you did. You to, did to really elaborate? To really elaborate, uh, yeah, because we did a whole Sega episode, and um, the shining one for me, and that was Yakuza. Uh, oh yeah, which admittedly, uh, side note, I did not play three, just because of the fact that the while it was the HD remake and right. I got spoiled with Kawami and how Kawami wanted to and how six looked and that that just drove me up a wall so cool. yeah that's
2: kind of a running thing with the with the series at this point because of kawami because when you look at zero, zero was prequel to everything and then when they decided, hey let's go and remake the original Yakuza games, They started going in that fashion. They did it for one and two. Yeah. And yeah. And they're remade with, you know, different, uh, you know, remix to the epic uh, theme song. And uh, a few narrative bits are heightened and altered in some fashion. So it, it, it makes a, it's a difference maker. So then when you look at the HD version of the original yeah, because a three. Then it's like, yeah,
1: it's, it's a dramatic difference. <laughs> it, it's a dramatic. It's a dramatic difference. But they, they, I, I wish that the animations, the the way that Kiryu, Kiryu moves through the city, and walks yeah. through the crowd, was the way that you saw it in, um, Kamami one and two and, and zero, and I felt like that is the one thing that it was just like a turnoff. I looked at it and I it was just like, okay, I, I, I this is. <laughs> This is not going to work. I love Yakuza, but this is going to take a while. But if I can play old school uh, games on the, um, you know, the Super Nintendo emulator and NES emulator that they have uh, on the Switch, I don't see why I can't play Yakuza Three. I mean, again, it it, it was annoying me, and I'm not the t- and and typically I'm not the gamer to really care about graphics, to care about fun, you know, right. So, that that was like wow man i really rarely ever do that but the presentation that they've had in those um uh, in kiwami and six and um you know zero is just like hmm you got me hooked so you know i'll get to it i i i care about the kiryu story uh and i i just want to see the other things that you know i didn't get to experience and play those so um. Yeah, but that's when it comes to. But when it comes to Sega, like I said, it's a certain. It's really a certain mindset. I think you have to have with a few of other games, uh, and that's not a. That's not a dig at them. It's just as a as a longtime fan, being with them from their very first system, uh, that's just what I've 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 come to notice. Um, oh yeah, and I and I love it. They because they have their own like Sega buying the Sega game. I think it's really truly a niche a niche thing. I think you you know, when you grow up with them, whether you started with Sonic or it was another title, you've come to know what to expect and you just love it. I mean, you know, it can't like I say, we can't be as hard I well we can, but I'm not as hard as them as I would be on another company, or another developer. Uh right. to be really honest. But um yeah, I, if they were to release Alex the Kid, that'd be great. I'd love it. I'd be, I'd really be ecstatic about it. Um, but that's also, that's kind of also where I feel as though right now, with all the the games that are coming out, that are on the way, and titles that we probably have no idea are in the making, um, I'm okay with them just saying hey you know what we're going to hold off on uh, this next console generation collectively and we're just going to finish out the games that we have or we're going to put some ideas in the works and really see what happens because as of right now uh, the situation is I don't think Sony or Microsoft really wants to release that price point to to their sure and firm in their decision that when we drop the info that we're okay with the price that we're gonna set this as and that we're gonna actually make the money that we're hoping to make. You know, and I think I think the pandemic's oh, yeah. just got them a bit worried. But um you know what? Again, yeah it's just me. So if mm-hmm. if, if we get a new um we get new PlayStation 5, new Xbox Series X, I'm cool with that. And uh I since our last episode, folks, I gotta tell you, this time around i I'm definitely looking at xbox too, so it's not just not just playstation so for all uh for all of you that um you know you're you're on uh, team xbox right I'm not, I'm not not gonna not gonna sit here and say i'm team xbox but i'll I'll come rock with y'all you know <laughs>
2: right right <laughs> and, know. and and and, and, and oh, you know, totally and and you know just to let fans know it's there's always like a sense of humor on this show oh, oh yeah. We totally we totally understand that. Everyone has their preferences. Oh yeah, um, all you gamers. know, it, in that. Oh yeah, all gaming. Yeah. Now, of yeah. course, of course, you know, the the only thing Microsoft seems to be lacking is any sort of uh, Spider-Man participation, because especially after the Avengers beta came out.
1: I don't. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think. Um, I not think that's totally on them, is it? Because um, it's, not, it's not
2: on the, it's yeah. not on them. That's it's more of a it's more of a company thing than yeah. any. Because remember, Sony has got a lot of um, vested interest in Spider-Man with the movies. Uh, Spider-Man is a character is a Marvel character. Marvel is owned by Disney. And essentially in the console scheme of things, when Insomniac uh, made Spider-Man, the the game Marvel Spider-Man, and it did really well, Sony purchased that company. So Insomniac is a first party developer yeah. under uh, Sony. And yeah. that's, and that explains why there's no Spider-Man participation for the, uh, Avengers for the Avengers for Xbox. Now for PS4, if you're buying the game for the, the PS4, you'll, you know, Spider-Man's exclusive character there. You can, you can do things there. And they, and of course, for those who pre-ordered that game, you can, um, the beta's out there and you, you can test it out. They've improved the graphics a bit and, re- and revealed a little bit more. Uh, so they're, they're trying to really make something of that game, given, uh, you know the state of affairs of course for for people who enjoy spider-man on the switch you have um marvel ultimate alliance 3 because spider-man's in that game Mm. so you know friendly neighborhood spider-man but you know you you, you've got that whole console element when it comes to the uh, avengers game but outside of that um You know, Microsoft is, is certainly trying, I look forward to seeing, uh, you know, a lot of things come from that spectrum in the new console cycle, considering that, you know, what's happened in this one. So, you know, I wish them the, the, certainly the best. And I want to see what comes out of that for sure. Um, speaking of things, Oh, totally, totally. Uh, speaking of things, um, being revealed. Uh, it was brought to my attention, apparently. I was just got an email here uh, just on this news because uh, everyone, you know, with Raijin and a few others that, that you know, help us with our, our news bits. So, apparently, Yoshinori Ono of um, Capcom Notoriety, he is leaving the company this yeah.
0: summer. Yeah. Yeah. I just I
2: just saw that. Yeah. Just yeah, him. he he's leaving the company. Um, this is a guy who's been um, part of that. You know, he's been a staple member. Has served in a lot of different positions uh, over the years from the '90s up. Uh, a lot of different games he's been involved with in some form or another: um, Saturday Night Slam Masters, Street Fighter Alpha Three, uh, Street Fighter Third Strike. Breath of Fire Four, Spawn and Demon's Hand, Dino Crisis, Devil May Cry, Onimusha, uh, Monster Hunter Frontier Online, Dead Rising. Um, one of my personal favorites, uh, Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Um, you know, has been involved with a lot of different things. Of course, Street Fighter Four, no doubt there, tremendous, and um, you know, of course uh MVC three, MVC uh infinite, uh, but now he he's gonna be stepping away. And uh I guess if anything, with every console cycle, with every sort of you know element, you know, you need new new talent to come in and help rejuvenate things. And I guess that's that's where the avenue goes for for Ono. But um you know he joins many others, many other luminaries that have left Capcom for for greener pastures, like uh, Hideki Kamiya of um, Devil May Cry Notoriety. You know, he went on to to do Bayonetta and, you know, KG Inafune of Mega Man Notoriety. Um, You know, everyone moves graciously forward in their right. Um, So Ono is doing the same as well. Um, you know, wherever he goes, he'll, he'll be successful. I have no doubt. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, so if anything, best of luck to him, especially in these times, best of luck to him. Um, but I think he'll, he'll be okay. Capcom will be in a, you know, right now they got the monster hunter money. So, you know, they have to, do well with some of their decisions, which actually we were talking about some of those animals earlier. So in some of their character reveals for street fighter five, uh, so Dan Rose, yeah, if you remember Rose from alpha as oh, well, she's she, back. She
1: was awesome. She was one of my favorites.
2: Yeah, Rose is back, uh, Oro from street fighter three. He's back with the, Oro, the, with the one arm, you know, the guy with the, with the arm, you know, you know, I call him very fierce dull, I call him one armed fierce dull team, like very dangerous dude because he's very peaceful, but then he could be very uh full of rage and scary. Just um straight, nasty. <laughs> yeah. Especially those combos, man. Those combos are sick. So he's in it and um we have a character that is yet to be revealed, still a mystery character, and we have a surprise character, uh Akira Kazama from Rival Schools is part of the roster. Really? Um, yeah. So, outside of Sakura, when Sakura debuted in Street Fighter Alpha 2 and showed up in the first Rival Schools game, this is a, another tie, huge tie to Rival Schools and Street Fighter. And of course, the Udon comics have shown this too, that they share the same, you know, universe. So, um, yeah, Kira Kazama's in it. it. Well, But, you know, there's a bunch of Rival School cameo characters. You know, Hinata, Tiffany, and the others are in the background in the, in the beach stage. So it was always kind of speculated for a long time. Maybe there would be some kind of element there because you already have Final Fight in Street Fighter with Cody, um, you know, uh, Abigail, there, you know, who's from Final Fight, uh, Poison from Final Fight. Um, so it was expected that maybe we'll get some sort of rival schools participation. Now, um, it'll be interesting to see how, how Akira works in Street Fighter as compared to rival schools. Um, my only drawback is, or qualm with it is, okay, we, we have a character who's from a previous game, but that previous game series, that series rival schools, outside of it being the first game in its upgrade being available through Japanese PSN, no one else is able really to access the more recent entry in the series and that's Project Justice. Because Project Justice was on the Dreamcast.
1: So Two. <laughs> yeah, so, so I'm sorry. I, well, you go and, ahead, go ahead and I. I no no I, and, and, and
2: and and right now uh, you know with the American Dreamcast Sure, you can buy the system, but um and of course Limited Run has you know adapters for that, but uh the game itself is very pricey from two hundred to six hundred dollars to buy, used. So it's a game that very few people will be able to access to really understand and really get into the feel of this character. Um but nevertheless, I think it's a very bold move on their part to, um, garner interest for Street Fighter V, especially at this point, uh, it shows there is a continued, uh, growth there. So, you know, and this is supposed to go in well into 2021. So, uh, they're sticking to the core of that. Yeah. Cause,
1: yeah. yeah, I actually, I'm looking at the, the roadmap now and, um, Dan, Dan, according to uh, Venture Beat, Dan was released. Uh, was supposed to be released winter, uh, twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. So get Dan, right. uh, right. but then spring next year, summer next year, that's when we can expect to have uh, Akira, and we can expect to have oro um, Yep. Rose. So, yep. Yeah. So on that. I'm not going to lie. I've been meaning to buy the the champion edition and then use the order disc as a coaster. Uh
0: <laughs>
1: so I will say this. I, I want what I want, what I want and what I hope we get. And I've been saying on this, on this podcast, I will die on this hill. Y'all, y'all know what's going to, you know, how I feel if you don't, you're new. Welcome. Uh, I want rival schools. I've been wanting rival schools for a very long time. Stop teasing us. Stop taking us out to dinner, putting a fancy meal as an option on the menu, and then when we order it, say, no, you can't have it. Stop doing that. I was actually going to come up with a much more uh, sicker analogy for that. Not sicker, <laughs> but, uh, NSF. We'll say not suitable, not suitable for uh, your listing But then again, huh? listen, I, I really try. I'm really trying hard not to have us in that um, late night cheesecake episode that we keep teasing that one of these days is going to happen or a series, not even an episode A series. Uh, oh, yeah. So I'm going to keep it as PG as I can here, and just say, yeah. Uh, Capcom, stop teasing us. I would love a new Rival Schools game. I know there are many other titles. We've said it before, say it again. Rival Schools, Dog Stalkers, oh gosh, Breath of Fire. There's so many IPs that are sitting in that barn. And I'm happy to see that they've been slowly working other characters from their other franchises into Street Fighter. But you know, at this point, I'm like Capcom, what do you have to lose? You know, so I'm hoping I'm hoping we will we will see some of that. And um, I was I will support the game as much as I have my gripes about uh, Street Fighter, how things have gone with uh, the franchise. I still wholeheartedly love it. So hopefully Capcom actually will start thinking in along the lines of, OK, what can we do different? Because they have so many IPs and it, it really just sucks that we keep getting the same thing and i think that goes for a lot of companies but also when you know what works i mean it's, mm-hmm. i can't fault them they i mean you know they're they're, they're like hey this is what works for us but um uh, new games are always very much welcome and you never know how things are going to play out um uh, which brings me to fall guys because we are almost out of time we got three minutes left uh because again we're really keeping this to an hour today uh, I wanted to talk about Fall Guys, if you're okay with that. Uh, Go right ahead. Had, Let's I get had, into I it. had a chance to play it. I almost started to joke and say we weren't going to do another podcast because now I'm playing Fall Guys. But um, <laughs> when I wanted to play yesterday, servers were down because they were trying to fix and get the maintenance going. Uh, Fall Guys, for those of you who have not a chance to play, you may have actually uh, heard about it. Media Tonic actually um, created a bumbling battle royale. This is coming from your gamer uh, article. And I have to say it's fun. If you want a party game, a really fun party game, uh, I recommend Fall Guys. I don't think Digital Revolver Media Tonic was really ready for the amount of people that downloaded the game. If you're on PSN or if you have Steam, uh, you can play it on Steam or uh, right now PlayStation. If you have a uh, PlayStation, you want to play the game, having a if having a PlayStation Plus account will actually allow you to get the game for free. When I say Digital Revolver and Mia, uh, MediaTonic was not ready, they were not ready because the amount of people that downloaded the game was amazing for them and it's been so fun to watch uh, their Twitter feed because they are getting so much love for this game even the fan art is insane, people are doing some really amazing fan art there are uh, some companies that I think actually want a piece of the action because when you play Fall Guys uh, it's like being on a game show and you wear a silly costume right? so uh, one of the uh, suggestions that I saw on their feed was wearing a Walmart employee costume. Right now, right. you guys remember you've seen the hype that uh, other games have had when they come out. Uh, Fortnite, you seen how much uh, Fortnite is uh, in the craze. Well, the level of crazes for Fortnite. Uh, right. Fall Guys is getting that same level in craze. In fact, the article on EuroGamer.net is Fall Guys is more popular than Grand Theft Auto Five on Steam right now. Right? That is the article. And I have to say that while I play Grand Theft Auto Five on PlayStation, um, right. I can definitely see, I can definitely see in ways that they're they're clocking uh, the numbers. And um According to the article, Mediatonic's Bumbling Battle Royale launched this week and overnight became the feel-good hit of the summer with over 1.5 million players in the first 24 hours of release. 1.5 million. And the game is free. If you have a, a PlayStation Plus account, the game is free. Otherwise, it's 20 bucks, right? It's probably the same price on Steam. I have to tell you. I I I downloaded the game. I finished up some work. I sat down to play it and I love it. And it, and for this really fun quirky looking game, it can get serious. You start yeah. out with 60. So the game start when you start out, the first level, it's over 60 players, right? Mm. But only 45 Can make the first cut. It depends on what level you're on. Because every level, you can only you 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 start out with a certain number, and that's the that's it. And as you progress, uh, the number gets shorter. So if you can only if only 45 people are going to make it, you have to be one of 45. The next level, they change it. So the next level says, well, it could be a team battle. So you might have to work with your team to beat the other ones, right? Right. And it gets harder and harder until you get to the fifth round. The fifth round is where it's like, well, only 12 can make it, only one can make it. Well, well if you get that far and only one can make it, right? Uh, right. You have to be the last person standing. Uh, you're not hitting each other in this game. You can pull each other back, but otherwise, the most you're doing is trying to jump over a bunch of other players this game which is is it's silly it's cute it's quirky fun had me cursing at the screen had me cursing at the screen had me had me trying to beat somebody to the finish line pull them back if I need to so I can get ahead I had one person actually it was like this one level where you're you're on this uh this platform and you're having to dodge this thing that's gonna knock you off into the slime. And if you get knocked off, that's it. I had one person strategically pull me, hold on there long enough, let go, <laughs> jump, so I'd get hit and not knock, get knocked off. Oh, dude. You know what I'm saying? Fuck that guy. I appreciate that person's strategy because I started using it. <laughs> oh wow! And that's another thing. <laughs> you, you're gonna like you have to really learn each and every um challenge and objective because once you start paying attention to that you better your chances at winning it's really a fun game and uh, I even bought DLC uh, because one of the DLC packs allows you to run around in a slurpy costume I saw that and I was like <laughs> man you know what that's five dollars easy they have another one DLC it's like ten dollars but you get some costumes and you get a series amount of coins at a kind of rate uh, for those of you who are not Fans of DLC, think of it like this. One, the game is $20. All right. If you don't have um, a PlayStation Plus account, it's $20. But if you have a PlayStation Plus account, you got it for free. You don't have to get Mm -hmm. that DLC because it's purely cosmetic. Anything that you get is not going to help you uh, be number one in those matches. All right. That's going to be skill and luck. So you don't have to buy (laughs) the DLC to play the game. But as awesome as the game is, it's one of those games that I would be okay with buying DLC for because it's actually going to support uh the company and that allows us to get updates. So think of it like Overwatch when they give you the, the free DLC and stuff like that, but then you know they have DLC for you to purchase. It's helping them to keep the game running and they definitely had to create more service. They took the game offline so they could get more service for more players to to play. And you can play with your friends. You can invite your friends to play and y'all can be friendly until it comes down to where y'all are only two left, only three left, whatever. And that's it. Um, I don't know how many you can invite once. Uh, I was trying to play it last night. ended up playing Monster Hunter because game was having trouble. But I highly recommend it. it is very fun. Uh, definitely if you haven't had a chance to play it please get it enjoy it uh, but yeah when I saw this article I was like well I, I, I definitely believe that uh, 1.5 million players and I love GTA online um, despite its craziness but I only love it because I run with a crew so that way I can actually enjoy the game and not have mm-hmm. to worry about walking outside the penthouse and and getting ran over or shot. <laughs> jeez y'all damn I, I i'm really mad about something that happened no i'm not really mad but that this is weak man that game just brings out the worst so yeah play fall guys man <laughs> play fall guys because some of y'all to play gta online man Woof, <laughs> cool. woof, hard times Oh, definitely hard times, man. That just oh gosh, some of y'all need a hug, <laughs> <laughs> man, especially when they kill you and you can hear them talking trash, man. Gosh, I'm like, dude, you know what? You, you make me want to meet you out in the street. You talking like this? You're talking reckless? Oh man, is it that serious? Oh, no. Get up, man. Oh, no. I'm telling you, man. But you know what? People, people play the games, and it's it's not personal. It's not personal. People love to talk shit. We know that. But Good gosh, yeah. You gotta, you gotta have a layer of skin with some games. Grand Theft is one of them. With all guys, not so much. But you will get mad at your friends. I got a feeling this is going to be the Mario Party for some people. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm telling you right now, We if we... If we anime rest up, all decide to go play against each other, play fall guys. Some of us right. won't talk to each other for a week. <laughs>
2: uh, they, they yeah, this is true. If, if we had no one would, well, at least for a, mm,
1: well, we, maybe wait a couple mm, days, couple of days, or or about, days. Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I take that back. We would because we many of us play each other in fighting games, and we still yeah. we still talk. Still talking I'll, I'll not forget me and Fudzilla uh playing uh King of Fighters and um <laughs> that that got intense. That got in, it got intense to the point he was like, You wanna play a different game? Yeah, yeah, let's play it different. Game. <laughs> you know, uh You know, or pettiness of bam, you know. But uh, just wanted to share that Uh, we definitely ran over our time a little bit, Uh, a little bit, yeah. So we're going to we're going to got to start talking about anime now. We we (laughs) could just we could really just keep on talking, and we could split the conversation and roll people right in uh, to it. But I feel as though we we should, so we're going to cut the recording and we're going to start recording the forty five. Uh, folks thank you again for tuning in to episode of 16 bit sushi we definitely truly appreciate you thank you for rocking with us if this is your first time please subscribe you love what you hear give us a five-star rating if you're on apple uh, share it with your friends we really do appreciate you you can find us on twitter the anime rest Stop. you can find us on facebook where we share tons of memes definitely check us out on facebook uh, and thank you again to everybody that showed up to the panel. Thank you to the new followers too that we got on Twitter from that. Uh, Absolutely, we, yeah. We definitely want to keep that love going and that energy going. So we we truly appreciate y'all. We're working on things behind the scenes, so we're trying to make this awesome for y'all. So you know we we do this we do this for y'all as much as we love video games, and anime. We we definitely do this because we we want to interact with the community and help us get to where we are. So. Yeah yeah that's that's all i got to say on that uh you got anything bef- to say or add before we we start talking about the anime and good stuff and a whole totally different episode folks because we're not going to keep this running
2: <laughs> well uh let's see we'll certainly want to follow up uh, next time with uh retro uh games we had a conversation about that oh, yeah. retro games that you just tried to revisit and there's there's a few results out there uh, that I think will uh, have people talking for sure. Um, there's a couple of um, reveals out of that mix I, I, I think we'll definitely want to go over for next time. It's worth the episode wait in itself because yeah. some of the results are just downright funny. Um, <laughs> and I can see why we. I, I can see why they would be on the list for sure. I
1: can see why. Yeah, I. I... Right, I I saw I saw a few and I was just like oh but my my tried and true one that I I think annoys me still is Strider and I I I just need to yeah I'm gonna get that off my chest when we have that conversation. Uh, I do have an idea for you too. Uh, and sure. I think, I think everybody since we're talking about social media, I'm thinking about starting an Instagram. Uh, account for us and i think that everybody will like this because it's really just going to be us showing off our, our geekdom um you know with video games that we got collections and i think just cool stuff you know i mean because we don't do a lot in the way of instagram but i've been thinking of a way to make instagram work for us so i got a couple of ideas i think we're just going to run through but we'll talk about that uh post you know so anyway folks uh stay tuned We got more coming for you. Uh, Definitely love y'all. and Thank you for rocking with us. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of 16-Bit. Be safe, everybody. Peace.
0: You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey. I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow. Ow. Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal.